New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Today I'm hosting Dr. Carol S. Pearson, and she's the author of Persephone Rising, Awakening the Heroine Within. Carol, welcome. To Thank you. Great to be here. Great. I would love for you to talk about why and how stories are so powerful in transforming our lives. I just want to mention something uh, going back to some research that Stephen Denning did. He said something about how you can give all sorts of data to people and and it won't really change their lives. But if you tell them a powerful story, things then shift. And I just thought that that was such a powerful piece of research that he did. Yeah. Well, and that's because um, data only lights up part of your brain. <laughs> um, a story lights up all places all over the uh, the brain. It's partly because with stories, we tend to empathize with the main character. And that also connects our brains with our hearts so that um, we can, it's almost as if we are in a virtual way living that story uh, and can be changed by it. And it then moves us to action, um, not just to being able to know the facts. You work with something called narrative intelligence. How can we increase our narrative intelligence? Uh, how do we know where we are on that spectrum of the stories we're telling ourselves? Yeah. Well, there's the stories we're telling ourselves and the stories we're being told. So part of it is using our critical thinking to be able to critique the stories we're being told so we don't just take them in and with everything lit up to believe them when they're not even based on truth or they're a spin that doesn't serve us. But then it's helpful to be aware of the stories we have in our mind and our hearts because uh, the stories determine, and this is neuroscience, what we're able to see in the world, what opportunities we see, what, what the props of our story, what the characters in our story. If they don't fit that, we tend not to notice them. And we will have more than one story, of course, but it's, it's, it's amazing to think that we all have this lens that keeps us from seeing uh, reality more fully. That brings up the question, if we don't have the proper lens to see a new story, how can we possibly start to change the narrative if we can't see it in the first place? Um, well, I, the concept that what I'm seeing is based on the story that is going in my brain, whether I created the story or I just took it in from the world, once we see that, we can say, I am feeling miserable. What is the story I'm telling myself? And um, it's amazing how quickly that story can change when we realize, you know, it's the same old story about I'm not good enough. Well, really, give me a break. But it's also the stories that I encounter, because if I recognize the limitation, I could be much curious and open 
to other stories that I hear that provide options for replacing some of my self-defeating stories with something empowering and more joyous. And it is not denial. I'm not talking about denial here. I'm talking about that, that these stories still fit the facts. It's just another way to think about them. And that provides opportunities for us. New Dimensions uh, provide stories like that all the time. And sometimes our friends do. I would give an example that um, my friend Barbara Mossberg, who I was once complaining and had a fight with my sweet husband, who I love dearly, and uh, I was actually crying, and she said, Carol, don't cry. It's like weather. Sometimes, you know, if it's raining, you just get an umbrella. <laughs> and relationships are just like that. Uh, you know, it changed my story immediately. I cheered up. One of the things that I notice about that is that you're out rubbing shoulders with life. And that makes it more, you have more opportunity to maybe hear other narratives. Right. And the other part is curiosity. You know, and for me, if I, it's really helpful for me if I realize I'm feeling judgment about somebody and how they're acting or what story they're telling, is to move into empathy. Okay, if I'm feeling a judgmental, it's just not my, it's not my story. So how can I empathize and, and move in to try to get what they're saying? and open and receive in a compassionate human way. And understanding archetypal stories, which are the universal stories that help us to grow and learn, is helpful for that too, because if somebody is living out the negative side, our counterproductive side of that archetype, I can see in them, I can move to what is the productive positive thing in that story, and then how can I expand myself? You know, in my... Persephone Rising, my new book, I was writing about Zeus and I realized I didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Zeus reminded me of a lot of patriarchal kind of arrogant guys that I've known in my life that um, haven't always served me. And I then I had to go to realize all that in power and strength and focus and organization and confidence, all of which I can always use. <laughs> Um, I was shutting myself off from by, by taking that route. Uh, so just curiosity about other people and other ways of seeing things, travel, seeing how other cultures think and feel, um, noticing people who are really happy and instead of being envious, <laughs> um, paying attention to what story are they living. And again, not moving to the uh, details of, okay, they have a nicer house than I do, but what archetypal energy are they in? Are they happier because they have more Zeus, or they're happier because they have more Demeter's caring or Persephone's ability to transform what happens to them? And the more that we can just be curious enough about their stories and way to proceed without making a positive or negative judgment, except for, might that help me? Um, and expand who I am and who I can be. So I'm trying to think of an antidote to fear. Uh, let's say if I'm I'm feeling really contractive and I'm I'm something is going on. Let's say in politics or something like that, and I go, oh goodness, and I'm just start to contract in fear. And I'm thinking about, okay, how could and maybe you can give me an example? How could I change that fear into delight. 
Well, Is maybe, it possible? <laughs> well, not exactly delight, but um, that happened to me many years ago. I tended to be shy and a little scared about everything. And a mentor of mine, uh, it was about public speaking, which I needed to do, but I was terrified. And she said, well, Carol, that anxiety you're feeling is just adrenaline. And you feel it as fear because you name it as fear. But it could just as well be a sign that it's time to get ready and do something, whether it's public speaking or if we're scared about the state of the world, do something, anything to say, here's the piece I can do about that problem. Uh, you know, it. I just love that. It changed my life. I love that, too. Yeah. I love that, too. And I can think of that also in, like, pain. If you can think about sexual orgasm, you know, that's an intensity. And we name that as ecstasy. Yeah. But, you know, if we were feeling that in another circumstance, we might call that pain yeah. because it's intense. That's right. My yoga teacher who gets us in these really hard postures, hard for me, they're probably not hard for a lot of people, but, you know, says breathe into the intensity of the posture. Yeah, I think you're right. If we think about that, it's the intensity. And um, I've thought, you know, also with if we're in relationships with people and we have a quarrel, that uh, what I tell myself with my sweetheart husband is, uh, well, we're living a love story, and love stories always have miscommunications and times that people, you know, feel separate from each other, and the happy ending is just getting back together. You know, don't—it's just, it's just part of that story. It's part of the archetypal story. I'd love for you to say something uh, before we go out is what you call archetypal downloads and why— archetypes and maybe tapping into some of, let's say, the the Grecian myths and the, the four that you use in this particular book are Zeus, Demeter, Persephone, and Dionysus, and why these kinds of uh, myths might support us and help us. Yeah. Well, they're very, very primal human capacities in these archetypes, and they're, the archetype is inviting us to um, live the story. And so if we need caregiver, we've never had it or we need it now, there's an energy field of all the people who've been caring in all times and places <laughs> that exists. And we can, we can download by um, consciously. It's like if you're downloading on your computer, you press a button and you have to press the button of consciousness. Yes, I want that. Right. I want that. I can see downloading our Mother Teresa energy. Our Mother Teresa energy. You know, whoever it is that yeah. you can name it anything you want. Um, you know, and, and Zeus would be the being able to be a leader, being in charge, um, being able to organize things, um, being very, very confident. Um, it would be, you know, Persephone being an agent for transformation, inner transformation leading to outer transformation, very much shamanistic. Uh, and so Diana, if we're going through a lot of change, we might want to call up Persephone especially. Huh? We absolutely would because we wouldn't fight it then. <laughs> Dionysus, you know, if we, stu if we stuck with Zeus, we would be fighting it every step of the way. So we want to move then to Persephone. And, and good old Dionysus, you know, it's the energy of just being in the moment, dancing, you know, not, it doesn't have to be literal, but being life is a dance, life is a joyous expression. It's all about celebration. A celebration. Yeah. Um, and also 
being centered in yourself and connected to the whole. And when we make that conscious decision, then it helps us to move into that story so that we um, can see through its lens and we notice opportunities, we notice people, we notice things, we notice all kinds of events that would help bring it out and develop that capacity as a core capacity for us. When you say being conscious, it reminds me of the work of Dr. Fredrickson in uh, University of North Carolina, who has done a lot of research on the attitude somebody was bringing to any sort of process. And if if they were more relaxed and right. open, they they would sit in front of a computer screen and they had great peripheral vision, and they could see all sorts of possibilities. And those people that were more rigid or in fear or anxiety, they could only see the center of the screen. Yeah. And that is so, that's like, so you're talking about being able to have that energy to be able to see a diffuse Landscape. Yeah, that's very Persephone, too, where you actually soften your eyes so you can see out the sides. And the interesting tension here is Zeus's energy is all very focused. Well, we're going for a goal. We have this focused intensity. And the trick is to have enough focused intensity to meet our goals while we have enough periphery to see what else is out there. And we might even want to change what our goals are or see a possibility that gets us there a lot faster. That's wonderful. I I just want to thank you so much for giving us this uh, brief download of of changing our story for the better. Thank you so much for being with us on the New Dimensions Cafe, Carol. Well, it's wonderful to be with you. Thank you. I've been speaking with Dr. Carol S. Pearson. She's the author of Persephone Rising, Awakening the Heroine Within. And if you want to know more about her work, you can go to her website, carolspearson.com. And she spells her last name P-E-A-R-S-O-N, carolspearson.com. Or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Thank you so much for joining us on the New Dimensions Cafe. Please do join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a 1,000 hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You, too, can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.